Hello everyone and welcome back to Red Room. Thanks to each and every one of you who decided to join me again. I've got a really great episode for you all. I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to love the guest. I think you already know who the guest is. I mean, presumably you're reading the title, but I'd say a lot of you know who Shannon is and I'm excited for you guys to listen to this episode. But beforehand, I'm going to ask you to do two things. Number one, subscribe on whatever podcast app you're listening to. And number two, give me a five-star review. We all know we live in a binary code time now okay it's zero or one one star or five stars no one's ever like I'll give you three stars I kind of like it but it's not my thing people are either like I don't like it zero one star or they're like it's fine five stars so give me the five stars guys it's free and it actually really helps the show as well um also if you're listening and you post this onto Instagram which does also help the show and if you like it make sure to tag me on Instagram you guys know my personal Instagram but if not you can always tag the red room Instagram which is redroom.pod make sure you're following that too um there's loads of good links and i put up snippets every single week of whatever episode i've released on patreon so if you want if you don't know what i've covered over there go over on instagram check it out there's little snippets and you can get a really good feel before we start remember you can also go over to patreon for bonus content you get early access to my vlog early access to episodes like this and of course weekly episodes of red room um this week's episode this week's guest Oh my god, so excited is Shannon from Fluently Forward, TikTok superstar, obviously, um, and blind item expert. Guys, I have loved blind items since I've loved the internet, which has been pretty much my entire life. Well, you know, since being a teenager. There's something so juicy about a blind item about a celebrity. You know, Shannon puts it really well and she says it in the intro of this episode, like, you know, if the divorce rate in Hollywood is so high, are we really to believe people aren't having affairs? And if so many celebrities go to rehab, are we really to believe that none of them are doing drugs? Like peeling back that curtain is what I like to do here. And if that is peeling back the curtain on celebrity culture, you know I'm fucking down to do it. If you don't know what a blind item is, it's basically an anonymous piece of gossip that can be submitted really anywhere, but it's mainly um, sourced from a website called Crazy Days and Nights. Um, The character, I guess you could call it, who runs Crazy Days and Nights is a person called Enti. He says he's an entertainment lawyer. He has a whole Patreon as well, Um, but it's iconic. It's been around for so long. Any single fucking celebrity you can think of put their name into Crazy Days and Nights and you'll find a plethora of gossip on them. And the best thing about it is it's just presented as gossip, like how I like to present some of the conspiracy theories, you know. It's basically a fun piece of information for you to ponder upon or for you to kind of speculate in your own head and think, "Mm, I don't know if that's true. Or you can be like, that's definitely true. Some of them are wild. Some of them go really, really far. Some of them go to the point where you're like, I can't even conceptualize this. But a lot of them, you're like, hell yeah. And the best thing about Crazy Days and Nights, a lot of them are proven to be true. Like I did an episode of the podcast a few weeks ago on Patreon about MK Ultra. Now, when you talk about MK Ultra to a lot of people, it sounds like conspiracy shit, right? The American government drugging the public, experimenting on the public's brain, unknowingly, unknowingly with LSD. Like I sound like Alex fucking Jones when I'm talking about that, but it's real. It's all documented and it fucking happened. And that's what keeps you coming back for more. That's what keeps me coming back for more with when it comes to celebrity conspiracies when it comes to celebrity gossip and when it comes to conspiracy theories I think we can all agree that when they get proven to be true you're kind of thinking like fuck man 
you're putting the tinfoil hat on, as I say. You're securing it to your fucking head. So without further ado, I'm going to play the interview I did with Shannon. We delved deep into the billionaire's blind items. Who doesn't love gossip about a billionaire, about someone who has endless wealth? And what comes with endless wealth, but endless motherfucking drama, it seems. We go from Elon Musk, his tumultuous love life, down to Jeffrey Bezos, his affair, and obviously Mark Zuckerberg. He has some weird ass kinks, guys. And Shannon and I do a good old job of speculating what those kinks are. It's all in the episode. You can go check out Shannon everywhere on the internet with Fluently Forward. I'll link everything below. Definitely check out her podcast. I guessed it on her podcast last month and we spoke about the Nixium cult, which if you don't know, and honestly on the topic of conspiracies that were proven to be true, Nixium is one of them. This is a sex cult within Hollywood of very famous actresses where they were getting branded with with the cult leader's name on their vagina. Now, does that not put the whole Pete Davidson branding thing into a different perspective? Okay, and that came out the same week too. There was a weird fucking overlap there. Enjoy, guys. Please, as I said, give me a five-star review or just follow along and I'll talk to you all very soon. Today on the podcast, we are joined by Shannon from Fluently Forward. I'm so excited to have her on. Uh, I've officially christened you as like a proper Irish person now. Um, <laughs> Shannon, actually, you spent time in Ireland, right? When you were younger in Dalkey, was it in Dublin? Yeah, our family lived there for a bit. We lived in Ireland and then we also lived in New Zealand for a little bit, oddly enough. Um, Apparently very similar climates, I've heard. They are. Yeah, they are. And I feel like the, I don't know, just like the mentality of the people is a little bit the same, although they're kind of daredevils over in New Zealand. Yeah, for sure. What do you do for fun? They're like, jump out of a insert vehicle here. I'm like, what? (laughs) I know. Whenever I think of New Zealand, I think of people bungee jumping for some reason. It's like, and that and Lord of the Rings. So kind of like an Irish uh, overlap as well, little leprechauns. Yes. Uh, Literally. So one of my listeners introduced me to Shan's podcast. And then I didn't tell you this the last time. I was listening to your podcast and I was like, oh my God, this girl's voice sounds so similar and then or familiar and then I went on my TikTok and then one of your TikToks and I was like oh I already follow her on TikTok (laughs) and have done for like a year I totally didn't like map that you were the same person for some reason um so tell us about your podcast tell us about your TikTok and your Substock etc yeah so everything is kind of everything that I do is kind of around pop culture theories and blind items so sometimes that's like celebrity conspiracy theories. Sometimes we're talking about a celebrity relationship and how it looked in the tabloids versus how it looks in blind items and things like that. So everything's called Fluently Forward. And we just kind of talk about, um, you know, PR relationships, uh, the secret life of celebrities and kind of everything like you, you know, peeling back what's it, the weird and the wonderful, Mm, mm. basically like peeling back the magazine cover and being like, okay, if the divorce rate is so high in Hollywood, are we really going to expect that people aren't cheating? Or if all of these celebrities go to rehab, are we really going to expect that no celebrities right now are currently doing drugs? Just kind of trying to figure out what's actually going on. So that way you're not fed like all of these, you know, PR sound bites that aren't real. Yeah, and we spoke about on your podcast, just in case you guys haven't heard, we did an episode all about the Nixium cult, which Mm -hmm. is like such a good overlap of the two, I feel, because it's like so riddled in conspiracy, but actually true, but also celebrities. And I love that. I love like the... um, 
the academic almost presentation of celebrity culture. Uh, I've just always loved that. And I think there is so much you can learn from how, because celebrities at the end of the day, how they're portrayed is a reflection on like our own culture and Mm -hmm. us to an extent. It's just like, you know, us but on like steroids so there is a lot to take from it and we also have a shared love of the Epstein case which is how I found your podcast god another weird conspiracy that turned out to be true and turned out to include celebrities which is just like oh my god like it's more of this than we think but yeah it's it's when did you first get obsessed with it with Epstein yeah I think it was I, I my ex boyfriend told me about it. So this must have been like two thousand and fifteen. I remember he was like, Well, do you know that oh, there's that's this early two thousand and fifteen? I know. He was like, Do you know that there's this like billionaire guy who like had a plane called like the Lolita Express and was basically <laughs> put away for like 180 days in jail? And I was like, what? ex-boyfriend i would have married that man i would have been like you're on the same reddit uh that's about that's about where it ended <laughs> <laughs> the compatibility i mean i i would say don't marry a guy who's like bet into the reddit threads <laughs> yeah if you know about jeffrey epstein like circa 2018 it's like a red flag but if you know about him afterwards it's like oh that's great <laughs> i know but we uh i remember looking that up then being like what the fuck and then after that it started to come up in the news again um and the epstein case is a weird one because it's like again overlap with celebrities because it's like what celebrity wasn't connected at some point to someone involved with epstein either epstein Ghislaine maxwell or like the kind of they just had this like weird aura around them that kind of seemed to drag everyone in so mm-hmm. it has a good overlap i think um and epstein again has there's loads of blind items on him and there's yeah. some actually all three people we speak about today in this episode all have links to epstein so you know i know isn't that cra- like it's just birds of a feather flock together and like these billionaire men just kind of all run in the same circles and I find it crazy when people are like oh but like maybe this didn't happen blah 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 I'm like regular ass people do horrible things all the time give them a billion dollars you think what all of a sudden they have no vices and they're just going to behave like a saint like get your head out of your ass like no billionaire man is like not going to sleep with a prostitute or do something with drugs or do something illegal like of course regular people do illegal things and I could imagine being that rich makes you feel invincible and that's definitely how Epstein lived his entire life he just constantly acted like he was untouchable and he really did think he was and I don't even blame him because of that stupid plea deal that he got that basically meant he could still work he could leave prison while in prison like so that's pretty much saying you are above the law um but I want to talk about blind items for a second so blind items are definitely I think they had a bit of a revival from TikTok Mm. absolutely and you know you and I spoke in your podcast how I've and you have as well always been almost chronically online to the point of being again red flag aware of crazy days and nights (laughs) too early like I was like have you guys seen this weird website and people are like no (laughs) they're like I'm gonna get a spam I'm gonna get like a virus from this I'm like I don't care if it gives me cancer I will stay on crazy days same I'm like I need it (laughs) but like why do you like so how did you first start like actually reporting on them was it TikTok yeah it was TikTok I saw a blind item you know 
they cover celebrities on there. Of course, they cover billionaires and politicians, athletes, really everyone. And they started to cover TikTok stars because I know everyone rolls their eyes, but they're getting invited to the Met Gala. They're making like $20 million a year just for dancing. Like these are powerful people. And there were a couple of blind items on Addison Ray. So I made a video asking about that. Um, and everyone's response to the video was like, what is a blind item? What is this website? So then it turned into a whole kind of series on collecting them and sharing them with people. And that's so funny because it's like introducing Gen Z again, uh, like a group of people who I would imagine would go on crazy days and nights and be like, this looks like it was made in 1998. <laughs> I mean, even I think that like, I'm like, this looks like a project I had in school that was like, make a website. I'm like, I, I yes. respect it. <laughs> yes, 100%. I would do like a lime green background and have the marquee text going around. I'm like, this uh, is yeah. a pretty hot website. But I think it's also been revolutionized a little bit. Um by Dumois. So Dumois is like, people are more familiar with that because it's on Instagram. And I did always wonder, all these blind item sites, you know, why not turn it into an app or have an Instagram account or things like that. But there is something kind of nostalgic about it being on a website. I always access it on desktop. You know, it, it feels like virtually reading the morning newspaper mm. every day I like that I, yeah. I love it I'm a bit of an old school laptop person as well yes, where like yeah. I like to sit down at my laptop and read things like that <laughs> I'm not really into them on my phone and uh, even when some of them cross over into like blind items like Dumas like I, I do enjoy Dumas but I've never really had that same I also, don't know. Um, Dumas doesn't reveal too. So sometimes if mm. I'm lazy, I just go through crazy days and nights and read the reveals. So yeah, me too. And yeah. Dumas too as well. Like, I don't know, some of them are just a little bit like, I was sitting at Lucienne and I saw this person and I'm like, eh. Like, yeah, it's not as there's something so uh, You're like a week ago, this person was buying a pretzel. I'm like, what? Yeah. And then you go to crazy days and nights and they're like, and and they were best friends with Jeffrey Epstein. I'm like, oh, here's the good shit. <laughs> but Andy just has a really like poetic way with words, yes. I, dare I say, like, I just I, I really enjoy how he has like, you know, these like sly, like sly digs to everyone, like calling people illiterate and calling yeah. people like or barely a, yeah, like a B-list rated star. I'm like, that's genius like it's so funny or when he um, says that they're doing coke and he's like and their nose has got a workout in the bathroom I'm like oh <laughs> it's like so old school or something yeah. um but like why do you think people are obsessed with blind items like for me I think it's kind of what you touched on earlier that like celebrities have such uh like they have such an incredible control in their image now and how they're perceived and you know um how old are you by the way I'm 28. You're 28. So you're just a bit younger than me. So you would have been around for uh, Perez Hilton, right? And that was yeah. kind of a turning point. Obviously, now looking back on it, you're like, so horrific the way he spoke about people. But yeah. it was it was very iconic at the time. And it was you seeing this kind of, you know, behind the layer of celebrities. But then when they got social media, I found celebrities began to just have such a crazy control of what they wanted to project. And I think mm. that to me is why blind items are still so interesting because you're like, who is reporting these things at these parties? Like, and yeah. you're, it, it almost gives me a sense of relief that they're still up to no good in a bad way. <laughs> oh, totally. And I, Perez Hilton, I also visited his website all the time. We're trying to have him come on the podcast because I would oh, love wow. to interview him. Um, I just remember too how he would like draw penises on people's faces and, and the stuff. coke going out of their yes! nose and stuff. <laughs> and like, honestly, it was funny. And I just think, you know, nowadays, Everything is a little bit more buttoned up online. I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's still absolutely insane. But, 
you can't really be as vulgar as crass, which I kind of, you know, it's funny. Like, I think it's funny and it doesn't hurt anyone. Um, but whatever, th- that point aside, mm-hmm. um, I just think it's also interesting, too, with everyone talking about misinformation and things yeah. out there. I feel like blind items are kind of a relief because nowadays you go to a re- reputable, is that how you say it? Reputable? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you go to a news site and you read an article and you're like, okay, now I have to go to the opposing side and read their article to figure out what the truth is. It's exhausting, but you go to Crazy Days and Nights, and at least this is how I view it. I'm like, okay, everything's misinformation, and now we'll see what comes true. And that's what keeps people coming back to the blind items is that, goddamn, they come true. I'd say like about 60 to 70% of them do come true. If they didn't, nobody would be reading them. What's the fun in reading a bunch of rumors that never come true? You're going to get tired of it. But just like the Epstein, just like the Nixium, when you read about this stuff and years later it comes true, you're like, oh my God, I should stay on this website because these people know know what's happening. Mm, and I think that is definitely what, that's what got me hooked on Crazy Days yes. and Nights. It was the, when they're revealed and they come true or a year, you can look back into like his archives from like yes. 2012 and you're seeing like them talking about Nixium, which at the time just sounds crazy. But then, mm. you know, what, six, seven years later, it's like or, in um, the news. Jeffrey Epstein and Bill Gates too. Like before people were talking about that, I remember reading it and everyone was like, oh my God, he's gone QAnon. Not every single person knew Jeffrey Epstein. Now here we are with the Gates divorce and it's coming out that Bill Gates did know Jeffrey Epstein. And sometimes I get a little bit mad because I'm like, no one ever thanks a conspiracy theorist. You know, people only Mm. slap you when you're wrong, but nobody goes back in time and they're like, oh wow, these 53 things in the last year, you completely got them right. Yeah, and I think, like, obviously with conspiracy theories, it's like crazy days and nights. You Like, how I take them is that it's all misinformation until I'm told otherwise. And you can look at it as, like, a bit of fun without taking it, like, you know, there's this, it's a weird one now that, like, calling someone, like, a conspiracy theorist is, like, the most dangerous thing to call someone. When I'm like, this just used to be, like, everyone on Reddit. Like, it used to be, like, anyone who enjoyed the weird ends of the internet, you know? I just always think, too, like it's a fun story to weave in your head, like the Hmm. idea that Justin Bieber hooked up with a Victoria's Secret model. If I have that idea in my head or if I don't, the world literally turns the same way. Nothing Mm -hmm. changes. So we need to stop jumping down people's throats so much and being like, how dare you believe this or not believe this? And it's like, well, who knows what the truth is? You don't know the truth. What their PR rep says isn't the truth. So like there is no truth. Exactly, exactly. I love it. Anyway, um, and if you guys are interested in blind items, definitely go and check out the uh, Shannon's podcast because it is so great and your so is your TikTok. But <laughs> I want to uh, dive into today's topic. Yes. So it just came on me. We we're going to do a different topic. And I was like, no, this is the one I knew it. We're going to talk about <laughs> billionaires and their blind items. Because as we all know, there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. Like literally, mm-hmm. if someone has made that much money, they've done some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Um, even if someone has made a couple million i'm not even saying you know like epstein level shit but i'm like you've probably done some fucked up shit you've probably you know someone's not getting paid right in your company for you to make and you know what a couple years ago i was actually not on the other side of that but i was like you know let people do what they want with their money like blah 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 for some reason i was like maybe elon musk is like a good person Mm. That I don't think that anymore. Um, But also, I just feel like I didn't really understand how much money a billion dollars is. And then once I actually dug into it, I was like, oh, my, there is no ethical way. Why on earth 
if you have over $200 million, full stop there, I just think you should be donating it. I think something's wrong. And then $200 million is still so far away from a billion. I really can't even fathom how much money these people have. It's an unimaginable amount of money. Like yeah. it really, really is. And it's, you know, I understand that a lot of it is in like, um, like the net uh, net worth, right? But the amount of cash these people have access to, it just puts you in circles of people that are not to be trusted because I'm sure there's a, you know, it exists on a sliding scale. I'm sure there are some billionaires out there who are philanthropists and, you know, all this kind maybe. of stuff. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Probably not. Mackenzie like, Bezos, maybe, but that's it. Yeah, but yeah. like, you know, the, the people that they uh, do business with, that's where it starts to get really murky. Um, mm. And like, I also find that billionaires like nowadays, like under like kind of late capitalism, where they're so glorified because it's seen as like, you know, these people, especially people like Bezos, who it's like, oh, he came from nothing and now he's worth a billion. Um, and they're made out to be these kind of, really pure people in a way of like you know they've made so much money and they're just hard workers but like let me tell you guys like their personal lives are so fucking messy like Mm -hmm. some of the craziest blind items are to do with these guys and if you know we're going to talk about Elon Musk in a moment if any woman had as messy of a love life as Elon Musk has had Mm -hmm. they would be dragged like poor Jennifer Anderson just didn't get married and that woman is dragged through the tabloids yeah. every week. Elon Musk is a goddamn mess. Like his his love life is a mess. It's bizarre. I kind of really like too that they're doing all these biopics on people, you know. Um mm. they did the social network, right? On Mark Zuckerberg. I didn't watch the Ashton Kutcher one, but they did that on Mm-mm. Tim Cook, I think. No, no, not Tim Cook, yeah. Steve Jobs. Or uh, Steve Jobs. And yeah. um I actually am doing a partnership right now with Showtime and there's a new series coming out about the founder of Uber and Travis Kalanick is his name. And You know, I know that we've kind of had enough of these biopics. We're doing it on Elizabeth Holmes, but I kind of like them because otherwise the only thing that you know about these founders are the quotes that you see in magazines, how they want to be portrayed. You do a biopic, you find out how shitty they were to their partners, how mean they were, how they betrayed their best friend. And it really, you know, sometimes we only watch something when it's dramatized by Hollywood. And then you realize, Mm. like, I was like, oh, Mark Zuckerberg's just a harmless nerd. I watched The Social Network and I was like, the thing with the chicken and you went with Justin Timberlake (laughs) instead and you betrayed him. And like, now I see him totally different. Yeah. And I think that was a lot of people's first uh, exposure to maybe him being not as pure and like cute and nerdy as we all thought he was. Um, And I'm all here for them as well, because in a world now where like, you know, it's 15 second TikToks or it's like Instagram stories that delete after a day or throw away tabloid headlines, like nothing really sticks anymore, quite like a Netflix or HBO biopic. So why not have it there? That's a little bit more permanent. Um, so let's start with Elon Musk I'll run through everyone knows who he is he has some of the craziest blind items for sure so he is a founder CEO and chief engineer I always sing that Bo Burnham song when I like when I hear like anything of CEO I'm like when I was doing the Jeff Jeff Bezos stuff I was like will I write in the lyric I won't (laughs) so Elon Musk is a CEO SpaceX Tesla um product architect founder of the boring company and co-founder of Neuralink and OpenAI he has an estimated net worth of around 245 billion dollars I'm sorry that's insane as of March 2022 so that's this month um 
he was born to a Canadian mother and a South African father, and he was raised in South Africa. He co-founded an online bank, X.com, which merged with Confinity in 2000 to form PayPal, which I think a lot of people forget about most that he co-founded PayPal. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of his first you know, launch into the billions. It was bought uh, by eBay in 2002 for 1.5 billion. So what are your thoughts on Elon Musk? I mean, what a big question, but like, even like what has your like trajectory or did you have a trajectory on what you thought of him? I definitely used to be like, he's the cool billionaire. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, he gives me the Exactly. He did such a good job of branding himself as that, right? Because he was kind of new on the scene. And I think he branded himself as like, Coming up with Tesla, let's be honest, Teslas are cool, right? They're cool. Mm -hmm. They're new age. They're new future. And you could get behind it because it's helping the environment. So everyone was like, oh, my God, there must have been headlines like the first ethical billionaire or like billionaire trying to make a difference and things like that. And also he was like on Twitter and he was memeing and people were like, oh, my God, that's like funny. It's like a billionaire who Mm -hmm. like memes and he's doing Teslas. And then he came out with... um you know, those flamethrowers or whatever for mm, the boring company. God of, God of and then them. everyone was like, fun. And then the whole space thing, we're like, yeah, NASA's underfunded. Like, yeah, this this could be great for us. Um, the tide really changed for me when I read his first wife's piece about their marriage. And then I think the wall kind of started to crumble. I would see blinds about him. Um, I don't know, just really... I'm fine with someone having controversial opinions, but his opinions were just completely out of touch too, which like, of course you're going to be out of touch. You're a billionaire. Yeah. And he, his opinions to me also seemed like he was throwing stuff out on Twitter just for controversy and not with any substance. Yeah. <clears throat> like nothing really seemed to line up. I was like, whatever about your politics, I don't really care what a billionaire's politics are because I think no matter yeah. what, they're just going to follow whatever is in their own interest money-wise. Yeah. Um, But like the way he would like, yeah just that whole shtick of like I'm just like you guys like you know I'm like this ethical billionaire and I'm on Twitter like you guys and I get the memes and you know I'm gonna go on Joe Rogan and smoke a joint like it was kind of Joe Rogan I thought I couldn't get through it he's like going on about how horses used to poop in the street but now we have cars I'm like oh my god you need to be media trained I was like this is unbearable yeah I know. And to go on Joe Rogan, if you're not media yeah. trained, like it's a three and a half hour conversation, like you're gonna fuck up. Yeah. Um, so his personal life is just wild. His, uh, he has had an insane love life. So chaotic. Mm-hmm. Like he is, I'm just going to say he is 100% a narcissist. Yeah. Like the shit that has come out about him. I'm like, I don't care that I'm not a doctor. I'm diagnosing him. <laughs> like <laughs> he is like a uh, cut and dry a narcissist yeah. so his first wife justine wilson was a canadian author sadly their first son died of sudden infant death syndrome uh, and after this they had five more sons by ivf which i was like shocked by also all sons like that's up in, yeah yeah i know i feel like that was on purpose right i feel like with his money he was getting that crazy ivf and getting like the male sperm there's no way yeah He's... <laughs> so yeah. she wrote as you mentioned this article for marie claire and it like fucking spilled the tea on the relationship. She basically like it wasn't it called like I was a starter wife. Like oh, mm-hmm. so sad. They met in college. They he they seem to have this really like whirlwind romance. And <clears throat> um, some of the quotes that were really crazy of it were saying like, as we danced at our wedding reception, Elon told me I am the alpha in this relationship. <laughs> 
like <laughs> disgusting. Apparently when their son died, <clears throat> she grieved openly, which he regarded as emotionally manipulative. And that's a trend with him too. Yeah. Um, he, he said the same stuff with Grimes and like saying that she was kind of like faking pain throughout her pregnancy to manipulate him. I think he just has no empathy for women whatsoever. Absolutely. Um, and uh, they uh, started to have marriage troubles. They went to counseling and apparently one month and three sessions later, he gave her an ultimatum. Either we fix this marriage today or I'll divorce you tomorrow, which just like especially it just seems so like applying business logic to like Mm -hmm. your relationship like giving people ultimatums um they then ended up divorcing uh, and six weeks after divorcing he texted her being like i'm engaged to a gorgeous british actress in her late 20s who has moved to los angeles to be with me what the fuck who does that mother of beta energy (laughs) it is honestly major so then he uh, the uh, actress was a, a, a woman called Tallulah Ray their fucking relationship so in 2010 uh they met they married in Scotland in 2012 or in 2010 sorry that year they divorced in 2012 they remarried in 2013 in December 2014 he filed for a second divorce but then that was withdrawn and then they went for another divorce in 2016 like Mm-hmm. not even breaking up he obviously dated amber heard who is in the news lots recently with johnny depp they apparently had like a love triangle there's pictures of her going into an elevator with cara delavine and him people thinking there's a lot of rumors around like three ways which were pretty much like confirmed with the whole Lazelia banks thing yeah like yeah it's kind of a known thing he is out looking for three ways which you know i guess not the worst thing in celebrity Menasha Tesla. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, he comes across very strange in interviews. Uh, one interview to, <laughs> to, to put it, to put it mildly, yes. but yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like what? That's like the nicest way. You could say it. <laughs> you go, I'm like looking at these quotes. I'm like full fledged, like lock them up. <laughs> Honestly, like he says, uh, was this the Rolling Stone? If I'm not in love and if I'm not with a long term companion, I cannot be happy. Uh, the writer then explained to him that needing someone so badly that you feel like nothing without them is considered codependence. And he disagrees and says, it's not true. I will never be happy without having someone. Going to sleep alone kills me. Who the fuck says that? Like, and this don't you love too? Like, there's some journalist who's probably being paid like 60k a year, being like, Elon, that's called codependence, and he's like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> so we then got with Grimes, which was just bizarre. They went official at the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. There was the whole Azealia Banks drama. They have a child called X. Apparently, that's how you pronounce the name, but we all know it's like some sort of. It looks like an algorithm in school that I was given that made me drop out of higher level math. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what's going on. I can't solve for Elon's baby. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They uh, semi-separated in September. Uh, she has now further revealed that they have had a daughter called Exa Dark Side Rail Musk, uh, nicknamed Y, uh, and she was born in 2021 via surrogate. So that's how funny if she became a stripper and they're like, now to the stage, we have Exa Dark Side Rail Musk. Like, 
what the like the ae obsession thing is so bizarre i don't know what they just want to be different you know Uh, like it's just screaming like nobody noticed me when i was a child or i was insecure i wasn't cool so now i need to do xyz X Y A L Z. It's just crazy. So let's get into some of the blinds on him because they are fucking iconic. Like there's so mm-hmm. many as well. I had to like cut out so many that I really want to include, but you guys can go look at them. I'll link some below as well for you all. Um, so we'll start off on Grimes. Um, so this one here was from 2021 and it's before they broke up and it says this foreign born one name singer is probably B-list. Again, I love the shade. At this point, <laughs> she's more famous for the guy she's dating than for the money. She felt his money was worth more to her than her principles she had always espoused. Anyway, this is about to, this is about how she said there needs to be a worker class and an elite class to keep the workers in their place. And I think that was always a real shocker when she got with Elon Musk because people were like, hold on, aren't you like this whole I'm for the people uh, yeah. Marxist kind of person? And then she's like, I'm with you. You know the biggest capital is probably going what were your thoughts when they started going out well i thought can i say something that is like actually kind of bitchy of course you can okay <laughs> i was just like oh she's not his typical type which like sure. not to say that grimes isn't attractive she is she has a very unique ethereal ethereal oh my god whatever yeah. <laughs> ethanol <laughs> she has a very fairy like look to mm. her but Tallulah Riley, Amber Heard. Um, I just feel like Elon Musk was going for this typical, like, blonde, model-esque Hollywood figure. And then he shows up with Grimes at the Met Gala. And, you know, she kind of has this puss on her face. Mm. Like, she's wearing a weird gown. It just looked very, I guess, like, alternative and, like, edgy. And I was like, okay, I guess he's, like, going for someone different. And I was just surprised because I was always, always read that thing about he's the alpha. He wants, you know, a woman to basically, like be obedient to him um the first wife talked in the article about always going blonder blonder with the hair so there was a moment where i was like maybe he's changed his tune Mm. you know maybe grimes made him better and then it's like actually no i think he made grimes worse i think yeah i think what he did was he was getting with all of these like his first wife speaks about how she was like a really um she wanted to be an author and she had this drive and this passion and at first he really supported it and then as their relationship went on he was like really dismissive then he kind of went through the whole actress phase and Mm -hmm. i think like really only actors and actresses should date each other because i just don't see how it's just the the ego is too much. I can never mind like a billionaire and an actress. They also live such public lives. I just don't see that really ever meshing well. And I think it reminds me of like, I always see this trope go around. Uh, like I've just seen it personally where there's like some guy who's kind of like jockish and he goes out with all these jockish girls and then he breaks up with like his fiance of three years and starts going out with this like yogi woman. It's like their alternative yeah. phase. That's what I saw with Elon Musk. I was like, oh, okay, you're now like, I'm going to go for the like cool girl because I'm like a cool billionaire, like with my flame. It's, it's like the, um. did you watch Big Little Lies? Mm, yeah. Like Reese Witherspoon's husband who then dates Zoe Kravitz exactly and stuff. Exactly like, exactly yeah like Like Elon Musk wanted some edge so he dates Grimes yeah and I think he wanted the cool points because he is like a nerd deep down you know Mm -hmm. I think he was like oh I'll go out with this cool musician and also I think 
probably saw that she didn't have that much like she had that one album she hasn't made that much else really she doesn't seem to be like i want to be the biggest pop star in the world um so i guess that she also came from money too and i think she had a stint where she tried to cosplay as being poor basically Mm. you know like living in these slums i think when she didn't have to so i think she's also one of those people too who's like always come from privilege but never wanted to admit it which is just the most frustrating thing in the world like you're already privileged now you've taken all this money from people all this status now you want to take their relatability too like back off let the people have one thing yeah and it's that also like covert rich girl thing where they'll Mm -hmm. like literally cosplay as this like weird kind of like kooky girl up until they're like maybe close to 30 and they're like I kind of want a baby and a bit of stability I'll just marry a billionaire yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's crazy it's really wild so another one which I I don't think is a revealed blind item but this came out only about a month ago (laughs) which I just loved (laughs) and it's that the one named North of the Border singer had a lot of things to say about the celebrity CEO this past week apparently he has some special washcloth that he uses before and after sex always the same one (laughs) no one is allowed to touch it and for some reason I buy that 100% when he was talking about being codependent, it's like actually with the washcloth. He like uses it before and after sex. He like sleeps with it. His special little washcloth. Like, do we think it's cashmere or do we think that it's kind of like a ratty blanket that you have since you were a kid? I see, I see it like a rag. Like, also, I'm sorry, a washcloth. Isn't that a cum rag? Can you just say that Elon <laughs> Musk has a cum rag that he's always I literally a cum rag it's and it's just so it's just something so I could just imagine him being like don't touch my well his weird South African accent that I can't do like I'm like doing an English accent I guess he's like don't touch my rag Grimes and her just being I don't know drawing scribbles on her forehead or something I'd say their fucking sex life is so Azealia Banks comes into the room she steals the rag and she runs off and he chases her with guns it's like oh wow she makes some sort of weird little voodoo doll with it <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite times on the internet ever when she was posting about that. Amber Heard takes the rag. She uses it to push up her boobs and her bras. Like everyone's using their rag. <laughs> she uses it to like stop a cut that she's inflicted on Johnny Depp again when he chops she off. She takes the rag. Finger. She smacks Johnny across the face. <laughs> she's like, smell the rag. Smell the rag, Johnny. <laughs> all I would completely believe, honestly. I'm like, they're all crazy. Um, this one's verified. Absolutely. We just verified absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> so recently, something came out re- that really crazy on TikTok that I saw, and it's been doing the rounds mm-hmm. that there's this alleged Reddit uh, account that had made, was it like an am I the asshole or like one of those Reddit threads, like give me advice. Like relationship mm-hmm. advice, yeah. And people are saying that it's Grimes, and I'm pretty sure it is because it recently got taken down and the person edited the uh bulk of the thing being like oh it's within my interest to like take this down now like me and the me and the father of my child are all good now so and there's been some other verifiable things within it I took out some of the craziest things that were alleged in it and we can run through them quickly so she says she got pregnant unexpectedly had a really difficult pregnancy um and it just caused they uh, i also found out i had a gene mutation that causes pregnancy complications um me and my partner broke up at the beginning of my pregnancy because he thought that i was being dramatic and refused to take me to the hospital after i was taken to the hospital the doctors told him how close i was to dying and then we reconciled because he felt stupid so again 
doesn't make me doesn't surprise me like the man apparently mm-hmm. wasn't sad when his own son died at 10 weeks old like lack of empathy yeah. i'm building my yeah. case for the narcissist <laughs> she says shortly after we reconciled he and my mom had a disagreement about something at the time he told me that she was being toxic and trying to meddle in our relationship and that it was better if we ceased communication he showed me screenshots from his phone that at the time seemed fairly convincing this was when i was like oh like cult leader vibes real narcissist yeah. shit like separating you from your family creepy as fuck um a couple of days ago i overheard him talking about me on a discord voice chat this one killed me i was like imagine this basically complaining that i was lazy and useless since i gave birth and that it was my job so i needed to suck it up and do it like imagine being on a discord voice chat with fucking elon musk and he's like my wife or my baby mama isn't like doing her job well enough like I can, but weirdly enough, I can totally see both. I can see her being on Reddit and I can see him being on a Discord voice chat. 100% on some sort of like NFT Discord voice chat. Yes. Yeah. With a bunch of other alpha males, you know, talking about their shitty little wives. It's also weird, like... to do it on a voice chat i feel like fair enough on a discord and have like a fake name like the way she's doing it on reddit you're gonna go Mm. on a voice chat with your south african accent we all know who you are in it like it's so gross and like oh i mean i'm unsurprising um she said that she found out he had been on men's rights websites which she wasn't surprised by and was using them to express his frustration that although he'd found an ideal young partner who would have his babies and turn into an ideal housewife uh, the pregnancy had made me gross and useless and then giving birth made me even worse saying the only good thing about me was that i had a boy my first go which by the way to read that that's like every woman's worst fear like i'm not even close to pregnancy but my biggest fear, and I say this to my boyfriend all the time, I'm like, you like, you have to love me if I get fat. You have to love me if I have stretch marks. Because like, I don't think guys understand, like, since you are young, you're just socialized to be like, you know, and we have to unlearn all of this. But you're like, I have to be a good fuck for my partner. Mm-hmm. I have to have babies for my partner. So you have to unlearn all of this. And then to read like, oh, pregnancy made you gross and useless. It's like, that's kind of everyone's deepest fear that we don't talk about. Yeah. And like, yeah. not even to be able to... Uh, evolve your relationship and kind of go oh but like she's an amazing mother and like I'm sure it changes your relationship to a degree but as you said worst nightmare I have that fear all the time I talk about it to my boyfriend like he's like whenever we talk about having kids I'm just like honestly the motherhood thing doesn't really scare me that much it's the like giving up a year of my life to be fucking pregnant and then like trying to deal and then a year after too because the breastfeeding breastfeeding the breastfeeding they say is like really emotional and hard and your breasts can change shape and you know sometimes your body will never look the same Mm. but you know it's also magical but like it's just men will never get it no they won't they won't ever fucking get it and it doesn't surprise me that he was doing this either and i mean i as much as grimes is a bit of a meme i do kind of feel sorry for her i'm like oh god but like she's also still sticking up from though i'm pretty sure she's like we're best friends i know it's one of those hard things too because like if you're in an abusive relationship, which this obviously is, anyone who is so much as a colleague of Elon Musk is probably in an abusive relationship yeah. with him. I just don't think he has healthy relationships. They have all these quotes about how it takes 
seven times to leave and how, you know, you defend them and a little bit of Stockholm syndrome. So, you know, it's it's hard to look at her as being in this abusive relationship when you're like, but he's such a shitty guy and she chose to be with him. I'm sure there's a lot going on behind the scenes and we need Azealia Banks on the yes. case to expose it. That's the only way we're going to find I, out. We do. But and also like, you know, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and $245 billion. Like you don't think that if yeah. that guy didn't want her having the kids in his life, he'd be like, OK, lawyer up. Like, yeah. What do you do there with that power imbalance? Like, I mean, you know, I'm not a big one to always rag on the whole power imbalance, like talking point, because I think that in most relationships, like you're never going to be like completely equal. But mm -hmm. I think going out with someone worth that much money with that much power and crazy connections, like I, the fear of having a child with someone like that, like you're so reliant mm -hmm. on them, no matter how divorced you are. Even his ex-wife seems to be a bit reliant on like, you know, yeah. the life that he gave her and keeping it nice so that the kids aren't going to be fucked up. It's it's crazy. I'm just still I'm just still trying to figure out how much one billion is and then maybe two billion. I will never understand two hundred and fifty no. billion dollars. No. I, and I honestly don't ever want to. Like it's, it yeah. seems like it ruins people, that kind of, that level yeah. of money. Excuse me while I interrupt this episode of Red Room, but I'm sponsored by my own damn Patreon today, okay? Yes, I'm allowed to do it. You can't give out to me. Um, so if you like this, there is a treasure trove of content over on Patreon for as little as the price of a motherfucking drink. And I'm talking a cheap drink, not even a cocktail, guys. It helps support the show and it helps make these bonus free episodes happen. I've covered everything from MK Ultra, the cult of Scientology, and topics touching on mythology, mysteries, all the way down to the downright paranormal and unexplainable. Recently, I did an episode on the pyramids of Egypt and Atlantis with an amazing Irish creator called Megan. And the trailer for that episode is up now. It would be the episode before this one. So you can go listen to 15 minutes of that for free this Wednesday. I've got a great episode coming out with Bonnie, who is from the YouTube channel Saturn Secrets. She is another Irish creator and we delved deep into the birth charts of those who passed in the 27th club. Bonnie specializes in the Saturn return, which is a tumultuous period of your life astrologically where Saturn returns to where it was in the sky when you were born and good God, it turns your life upside down. So we did a deep dive on Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin and Jean-Michel Basquet. So go sign up if that sounds up your alley. It's patreon.com forward slash redroompod. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So his relationship with Amber Heard was super dramatic as we ran through. Like he has mm -hmm. just said some really codependent things. She just seems again like what a bizarre character. She has some sort of power over men. She's extremely abusive. Um, and there's loads of really funny Daily Mail articles of them like <laughs> like out for lunch and she just looks like she hates him and he's like doting on her. And he went on like when they broke up, he did loads of interviews being like she was the love of my life. Honestly, go to Amber Heard. She like made she wrecked Elon Musk and she could do it to anyone because she is crazy, crazy. but beautiful, yeah, but crazy. So beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. so allegedly Ghislaine Maxwell was one of the people to introduce them. Uh so mm -hmm. this blind says Ghislaine Maxwell was good at knowing what people wanted and took her time to get it right. It only took a few parties before she knew what kind of woman Musk was attracted to and several of his other vices. 
All she had to do was reel him in. She did so. She also destroyed a marriage. But Maxwell didn't care about that kind of thing. It was business and her business has always been one of favours. Those owing her favours and Maxwell collecting on those favours repeatedly. Then it goes on to talk about her and says that she was promised her big break and was given about 10 grand for hooking up with Musk. A hidden camera in her purse. Heard is finally just talking about this now as she's afraid she did something wrong. The only thing she really did wrong was joining Musk and doing lines of coke in between the pair having sex and before sex and after sex. Musk called in a favour and Heard landed a job within a week and has been rising up the ladder ever since. And I think, you know, this kind of thing what app like post Weinstein and all of that kind of shit you're just like this just seems so normal to me in like in Hollywood circles that you meet they're setting up these kind of uh striving actresses with these billionaires and there's all these favors being called in and of course Mm -hmm. Maxwell is like could be like the linchpin of it all like controlling the puppets once again like what did that woman who did she not pimp out? That's what I want to know. Oh, totally. Creepy totally. person. And it's funny too that they say in this blind that Amber Heard had a hidden camera in her purse because have you heard the allegations of Elon Musk stalking and cyber monitoring Amber Heard? Oh, I didn't. There, She spoke about like saying that a Tesla he gave her to drive was bugged and things like that. And then this is kind of some fresh tea that I got in the DMs and I'll keep it very anonymous. But someone knows someone who is on Elon Musk's team and apparently he has cameras all throughout his house and Amber Heard would turn her crazy on and off depending on where the cameras were filming in the house so she could never be caught being vile and he gave her like a bouquet of flowers once with a camera in it he would have people track her after they broke up he would always have people track her because he wanted to make sure she wasn't cheating on him which like i don't know if i was him i'd probably do that too because i'm a little bit psycho and you have so much money Mm. um but let's just say like they're both crazy i bet their sex was like pretty good to be honest i'd say so (laughs) definitely i can imagine them fucking more than i can imagine him and grimes fucking I feel like he would break her. I don't know. Yeah, Grimes, I just just can't see them having sex for some reason. But him and Amber Heard, I can imagine Amber Heard having sex with all the people she's allegedly had sex with. I'm like, she's... I imagine her having sex with me sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I imagine her. She could have sex with, like, Joe Biden and I'd be like, okay, I could see it. Same. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, So he has some blinds as well. This one's a good one, or kind of around uh, the whole ethical billionaire kind of stuff we were talking about. So... It says one of the lawyers in the Tyrannus trial speculated out loud that the case against his client, fraudster and yachter is discriminatory because she did nothing different than the celebrity CEO, fraudster, drug abuser, animal sacrificing participant <laughs> who has lied for years about technology that doesn't exist and also charged people for something they don't uh, that they know doesn't exist and won't exist for the foreseeable future. And I thought that was so interesting because obviously Elizabeth Holmes, you know, she's in the news a lot lately and although she is a fraudster right obviously she is it is funny how when you look at someone like elon musk or a lot of people selling like nfts and all this kind of like stocks and bitcoins Mm. and dogecoin that he like he manipulated the market on that completely and made so many people lose money it's funny seeing how differently they're treated in like uh just in the cultural kind of conversation around billionaires and tech yeah. Oh, completely. Anything that happened in the Anna Delvey thing, too. She's like, if I was a guy, you would be looking at this differently, which like isn't the best defense. 
when you're guilty for like scamming and defrauding people but it is interesting to know yeah it's a it's an interesting yeah. note and like i mean it, even still there's so many shows that are all about these like male scam artists and a lot mm. of them go for the whole uh like romance scam um so yeah. the female ones i find very interesting because i'm like they have something else in their brain. I mean, Anna Delphi, though, I that woman is like, I don't know, an enigma. I can't figure her out yeah. at all. I'm like, maybe sometimes I watch her interviews and I'm like, maybe she isn't a scammer. Like, maybe she's right. I, yeah, I weirdly find her very compelling, but me I too. also, I just like her accent too. So I'll like listen to her say anything. Yeah, me too. Same. Yeah. Uh, so then obviously he has some links to Epstein as well. Uh, this, that's, this is from April 2020. The celebrity CEO is on the last membership list of that shady group of people that meet once a year in Northern California. I wonder which ritual is his favorite. Also on the list for the first time I can remember is the very, very wealthy, recently retired tech king who has a lot of can't remembers about his time with the billionaire pedophile. And that's allegedly about Bill Gates, Epstein and Elon Musk going to Bohemian Grove, which honestly, again, I buy. I buy it. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they definitely did go to that shit. Isn't that crazy? Like just the whole and the I can't remember is with Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein. Do you know, too, also 26 times Bill Clinton flew on the plane with Jeffrey Epstein and he's still given no quote about it. Do you ever see the quote of him where he's like someone is talking about they're kind of bringing it up to him when they're trying to push him on it and he goes, well, you know, obviously uh, Jeffrey Epstein is dead now, so I'd be afraid to talk about anything. And it's like, oh, what do you know? Oh, yeah. It's weird. So, yeah, I remember that was Bill Gates, right? Yeah. Someone asked him about it and he was like, well, he's dead now. Yeah. As if like that closed the case. Yeah, like, well, he's and dead like, now. It's like, yeah, exactly. Well, the people he abused <laughs> are still alive. And like, I'm sure this is all still going on. It's just so weird. And I know that nobody wants their name associated with Jeffrey Epstein, but the minute it starts to get associated, wouldn't you want to get out of it and be like, here's everything that happened? Like, that shows a clean conscience. All of this stuff is just like, yeah, this, these are all motherfuckers. And then this is also like a bit of a conspiracy over like Bill Gates' divorce um, that they're kind of mm -hmm. using because people are, they're kind of saying like, oh, she's now coming out being like, oh, it was, it was because of Jeffrey Epstein that I divorced him. And it's this kind of PR move on her behalf. Whereas she's made some really weird quotes too. Like she says that she met Epstein first. I think it was before he went to jail for the like 2007 or whatever. And she said she came in recently and had a quote being like, oh, he always made he I left that meeting with him feeling ill. And people are like, well, what? Why would you like you either knew what he was doing? So then you felt ill. Yes. Yes. Or Honestly, fuck all of these people. Like, literally. it's just so you obviously knew what was going on. And there's another. Oh, my God. She's like someone who's like associated with royalty and she did an interview for 60 minutes australia and she was like oh i met jeffrey because everyone doesn't want to talk about mm -hmm. it until it comes to light same with harvey weinstein mm -hmm. and then suddenly they're like pick me for an interview because i can tell you everything and then they ask the question did you know everything going on and they go i had no idea bitch why are you doing an interview then yeah. you either knew and you're complicit or you didn't know and now you can't collect the clout points for it and this woman was like Ghislaine Maxwell, like she tried to say that she was um, Epstein's girlfriend, but I knew that she wasn't. And the reporter's like, how did you know? And she's like, because she's older than 14. Like, of course I knew she wasn't his girlfriend. And then later they're like, did you know what was going on? And she's like, I did not even have <laughs> the slightest idea. Okay, well then why did you know Ghislaine wasn't his girlfriend? Like you knew all of these yeah. people knew. And like, we should, I don't know. I just, 
obviously I get heated, but no, it's just me like... me too. It's so frustrating. And the whole case is end over now and we're not going to find out anything. That's the most annoying thing. It's like, it's all yeah. just being put under seal and no one's going to find out anything. And it's, you know, I look at the people doing the interviews twice as hard because I'm like, you're out to really try prove something, you know, um, so fucking weird. But we'll move on now to Jeffrey Bezos. Um, so he is obviously... Sing it. <laughs> It's literally for this whole episode, it's been just going through my head. I'm like, it's all that's in my head. But I can't sing it. I'll start laughing or I'm completely fucking up. I think I know the lyrics and I'll sing it and I'll be like, oh. I just know he was born in 1964. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bezos. Um, So he's an entrepreneur, media propagator, investor, computer engineer, commercial astronaut. I just had to put that in because that was the lamest thing I've ever heard. Like, so nerdy. He is the founder and executive chairman of Amazon uh, with a net worth of around only a mere 177 billion as of March 2022. He married his wife, Mackenzie Tuttle, Tuttle, in 93. Um, And I remember that was always a big thing of like, he's just like us. Like, he's still married to his wife. And he, you know, started off Amazon. So I think Amazon didn't make a profit for like a really long time um and yeah. it was only in the last like five to six years that he really started to like get open like beating bill gates and all these other people yeah. for the top spots um so oh yeah he adopted one daughter from china which i thought was interesting just like his like labor workforce oh, i didn't know that i yeah, know i'm like he probably went over to look at a factory and was like oh you've got a daughter as well i'll take her <laughs> Why not? Um, they divorced in 2019 and Bezos kept 75 of the couple's Amazon stock and Mackenzie got the remaining 25%. However, I thought this was interesting. Bezos would keep all of their voting rights. Because remember in the news at the time, everyone was like, oh, isn't he so good? He gave her 50%. And I was like, I mean, he's still so rich. Like he could give her yeah. 80%, but he took all of her voting rights. So she has no say in Amazon at all. Interesting. Also, a lot of people at the time were like, she doesn't deserve that. I'm like, she absolutely does. Like she raised the entire family. She supported him. Mm. She put him in the best place to make all these decisions. I think a lot of that, like, what's it called? Like unspoken work that like oh, wives yeah. do. It's just, it's it's very important. I mean, my dad wouldn't be where he was in his career if it wasn't for my mom, 100%. And especially a billionaire. Imagine how much he worked. And like also yeah. like her lifestyle would just be of a certain level now that like, what are you going to do? She's going to move into a, like a three bed apartment somewhere. Like, no, like she inherited yeah. all these, like, cause they split all their like uh, houses and everything equally as well. I think so. It's like, how is she going to pay for all that shit? You know, she has like, yeah. your lifestyle is so different and he can afford it. Like, it's not like he's going yeah. when fucking like, I remember people were like, Oh my God, he's now number 10 on the like most rich list. And then like the pandemic hit and he, <laughs> became number two again because like everyone was buying shit off yes. Amazon it's crazy so there's a blind about his divorce and it says he may not want to believe it but this very wealthy man who will be less wealthy after his divorce should look no further than the woman he is currently sharing his bed at the source of the leak that brought down the wealthy man's marriage so this was a blind that was reported <clears throat> across a few blind gossip sites that they were going to get divorced and it was because he was cheating and at first they had a real amicable like oh after years of marriage we've grown apart yeah and it came out soon after that he was cheating uh with a woman called lauren sanchez <clears throat> and i think it was the mm-hmm. day after 
they uh it was after uh, sorry i have it here hours after the amazon ceo announced his divorce from mackenzie with whom he shares four children the national Enquirer revealed that jeff was unfaithful according to the outlet jeff and sanchez have been seeing each other for eight months um and there's a blind on it too and it says <clears throat> she spilled all of the secrets before the tabloid cash does anyone really think she's done spilling them if the price is right? Whether it is his bedroom fetishes or deals he's about to make or people he's going to talk to, she wants her own money. Preened up money is not what she has in mind. State money is what she has in mind. So she obviously went to the National Enquirer and did this whole expose on him. Very, very juicy. I mean, it, it really dirtied his like clean billionaire reputation for me. I was like, Ooh. also spill those fetishes. I'm still waiting to find out. I searched when that dick pic of Jeff Bezos was leaked. I searched for like hours trying to find it. I couldn't, but I was like, I want to see this man's penis. (laughs) Whenever the dick pics get leaked, like they always get taken down so quickly. And I'm like, so But the women's photos stay up forever. It's like insane. And I have a friend who, um, he's like a big wig here in the city. Uh, and he met Lauren Sanchez two different times at an event because I was like, I think everyone was like, what's going on? Why isn't Jeff Bezos fucking Amber Heard? You know, yeah. like she's she's 49. It's like unbelievable. And a lot of people were like, she's not even good looking enough for a billionaire, which is like horrible. But my friend who met her said that she is the most magnetizing person you will ever meet like she just has kind of like how people say bill clinton had that thing too where he made you feel like the only one in the room he was like i thought all these things about her before i met her and the minute i was around her i was like i completely get why he's with her like there's just something about like looking at her and talk her talking to you makes you feel so very important she looks like i remember when i saw a picture of like his ex and her in side by side i was like oh it just looks like he put like about 15 milliliters or liters of filler into his wife yes like it was like the arch nemesis of his wife like his wife was like the pure yeah. nice one and she was like all the filler in her hair and everything but i can imagine it well she's, well, she's like someone to join him on his midlife crisis because they're both like wearing miami vice clothing and going on yachts and probably like dancing to disco music and feeling young and like they get to do that together yeah which, uh, and she cheated on her husband or fiance with with jeff bezos as well apparently so she was probably like i'm like upgrading and then jeff bezos was like bye see you later yeah. so he obviously I, he, I mean, it must have been like a whole thing of like my speculative mind is like he was like i'm not going public with you she probably thought it was going to be a like we are ending our marriage and now i'm going out with her and he was like nah i need to go out with some like philanthropist woman not you yeah he also definitely has had a load of filler since their divorce which freaks me out i think his face looks so puffy and weird he looks like putin yes (laughs) he does and putin's also gotten work done um but i will say jeff bezos looks have you ever googled jeff bezos with hair no he looks like predator kevin spacey (laughs) he looks so much better bald and i feel like only some people can pull off the bald yeah terrifying especially a white um, guy white guys can never pull off like the full bald but elon musk he famously got hair plugs as well he needed them because he looked pathetic when he was bald sorry the picture of him on his paypal days (laughs) you're like oh my god like who let him out of the internet and now you look at him and you're like 
okay <laughs> oh my god so he obviously also has lots of epstein connections <laughs> as they all do i just put this in every any episode i can do i'm like and here's where <laughs> epstein comes into it um so this blind item was from 2021 and it says let's see you have the richest guy in the world hanging out with the mogul who pulls the puppet strings for lots of people caught up in raping underage teens both hanging outside both both hanging out outside the country at the same time as the suicide convenient so that's about david geffen who i actually don't know who that is jeff bezos and jeffrey epstein and then it says carly Kloss was there too <laughs> i know the way he just like yeah. throws under the odd model she's coding away in the corner <laughs> so it's on- david geffen i think he's like a some businessman and i think yeah. i think he might own an island of himself because yeah he he pops up with Does he? Epstein yeah one of these yeah. like weird fucking billionaire people that you've never heard of but is so powerful and worth so much money yeah which makes them even scarier that you've never heard of them because they fly super under the radar yeah the covert billionaires um so that's obviously you know he and jeff bezos had a lot of links to epstein there's been lots of like these i mean the parties that epstein would throw on the island some of them were like weird fucking sex parties but other times i did a whole episode on it he would do these parties where he'd invite all these like tech people and scientists because he was obsessed with talking about eugenics to them and apparently it was really uncomfortable because like loads of people came out and were like it was so weird because he would just like overtake the conversation and say things as if they were scientific fact that were in no way true and they'd all have to be like hmm because apparently he was known Mm. to basically fund anything like if he chose you and you were like i'm doing this he was like okay here's like millions of dollars um so i can understand why some of them went there but like like i would not want to have that on my resume (laughs) oh definitely not definitely not and i think that's also just i don't know like of course you want to get funding but i think it's also a little bit weird that like you're flying to a private yeah. island to try to you know there's a little bit of ego in there Hell yeah you're like oh i'm getting in with the billionaires um yeah but yeah that's a i mean i could go on about epstein so we'll end off talking about zuckerberg just such a nerd i mean he's just he, he's definitely like he's obviously dark like they all are but like he's the least dark he's just so dorky to me like he tickles me too because like if i had to be if i was blacked out and someone had to take me home i wouldn't want it to be jeff bezos i wouldn't want it to be elon musk mark zuckerberg i mean granted he wouldn't be able to carry me but he would be able to like call a car to take me home and i feel like he would at least do that he would also like get my fingerprint and scan my eyeball and get my data but i don't think he would like diddle me he'd probably already know where you live he's like oh yeah don't worry you could fall asleep on that fat ass as well remember that fucking meme of his huge ass Finding out that he had a dump truck of a backyard when those photos of him came out surfing in Hawaii or whatever, and his face was covered in sunscreen. I was like, this is the best day of my life. (laughs) He is just, I mean, he cracks me up. I can't help it. Like, uh, so obviously he is the founder of Facebook and now Meta. I don't know the difference. I think that's like what it's just called officially now. Everything is. If you log into Instagram now, you'll notice real quick they flash powered by meta i'm like oh damn i know it's weird i don't know why he bothered like changing it but whatever uh so since 2008 time magazine has named zuckerberg among the 100 most influential people in the world as part of its person of the year uh, which was recognized in 2010 in 2016 he was ranked 10th on the forbes list of the world's most powerful people um and on april 10th so he's had a lot of controversy with his business obviously the whole data breach stuff which unfortunately just isn't as juicy as amber heard's three ways (laughs) 
but I actually feel I should note it because it's probably important. But like, if you fucked one of the senators, it would be a better story. Exactly. You know, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm that type of person. That anytime I go to Wikipedia, I just look for personal life. I'm like personal life, personal <laughs> life. And I went to his, and it was like controversies, and it was like all this fucking data shit. And I was like, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, but who's he having an affair with? That's what I want to know. A hundred percent. Like one day we will be hacked and I'll be like, I don't even care. I just want to know what kinks Mark Zuckerberg has. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so he obviously testified before the United States Senate Committee on Commerce, Science and Transportation regarding the usage of personal data by Facebook in relation to the Cambridge Facebook analytical breach. So we basically sold all of our data and kind of denied it for he was speaking in circles and that thing. Um but yeah. there was some great memes born from that. You see the one like sitting on the books. Yeah. <laughs> Worth it for the memes or just like how robotic his face is. Oh my god, stuff. the lizard eyes and shit. Uh he's mm. one person that I could fully believe is a lizard person. I'm like a shapeshifter. He one hundred <laughs> I I buy it. Like he is AI. There's just so many I've seen so many TikToks where they're like Mark Zuckerberg learning to try and be a human and it's like him putting toast in the toaster <laughs> and he does it so robotically. You're like, what is going on? Like I love those videos where he's like doing like a house tour and he's like hey god like it's so weird like oh he's where he talks about sweet baby Ray's barbecue (laughs) sauce because that's like the only thing that makes him human so he's like sweet sweet baby Ray's it's like in the background of all of his videos it's like what is going on (laughs) he's like here's my relatable bit guys Um, so obviously the social network which we spoke about came out uh, which was kind of the main like the, the first time his story became mainstream even though it was based on a book but that was just such a huge movie it won like Oscars um, and it showed him in a negative light too it kind of did show his a bit of his sociopathy he married his college girlfriend Priscilla Chan in 2012 and they have two daughters Maxima and August August is such a boring name compared to Maxima <laughs> and she was born in August I'm like you just took the month and named your daughter the month like yeah I mean boring but his blinds are quite funny as well so there's one about his relationship and this is from 2013 so this is an old blind and it says the New York Daily News has an article about how couples are including all kinds of things in their prenups one attorney says that Mark Zuckerberg's prenup he is required to have sex with his wife at least once a week she had the clause inserted and <laughs> it can't be virtual sex it has to be the real deal now she could just do something about facebook i love the twer- twists and turns of that i was like oh what a sicko and it's like she's like no you're fucking me once a week you gotta get that robot dick <laughs> she's like write it into your code like i cannot <laughs> imagine him sexually whatsoever he- no, there have been other blinds about him i remember reading one about corinna Kampf from the vlog squad i don't think it's true but they were like that's how she got her facebook deal i don't think it's true there's another one too that i also don't think is true but i find so funny that he hooked up with lana del rey i heard this yes (laughs) yeah and then i was like well lana del rey does like you know old white men with money and stuff like that but i just cannot imagine Mark Zuckerberg, you know, the 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 spectrum of where you can see someone doing sexual acts. Amber Heard is on. I can't even see Amber Heard having sex with Mark Zuckerberg. No. Like he's so far to the other end. I can end see of the her pegging him like him like that, that fat what, ass. That fat ass. Like I can see her in Hawaii. <laughs> After a long day on the board. Um, but yeah, Lana Del Rey, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me because I do think I have like, I mean, because of her links with Weinstein, like I'm like, I feel like she was pimped out a lot. 
around Hollywood. Yeah. I just don't see him. I I see him being like way too far on the spectrum to even understand what's going on if some girl was offered him he'd be like you want to be on instagram verified like i can't imagine him like picking up the actual social cues of like some sort of like here's a woman for you situation i think he's just like i am married to my wife that is it like that's what i think so too but you know what I bet there's going to be a cheating rumor that comes out within the next couple of years just because like no man with all of that money is being I'm like I sound so jaded but I just feel like they're not being faithful Mm, you know what I I mean I see him kind of having more of a scandal around like um like an escort or like a dominatrix or something like that like you know how Bill Gates had that alleged girlfriend where in their prenup it was like once a year he gets to go on vacation with her for a week to an island and like they do whatever they want (laughs) I could see something like that although I I don't know I just can't even see him having sex it's just so it's just so weird yeah I think he has more perverted things other than sex on his mind for some reason and you know what? He did create Facebook to like judge women off of their looks True. and rank them against each other. So he is like incel vibes. You know, he has that like underlying incel. That's him. the thing, though. Yeah. Like I feel like he did that just to pit women against themselves and make himself feel more powerful than them. I don't think he did it because he was sexually interested in them or anything like that. Yeah. Um, same. Yeah. It was some sort of yeah. weird power move. Um, so apparently he's a big fan of blackmailing people, which doesn't really surprise me at all because he's mm. so obsessed with like data and having things on people but apparently this like even slips into his personal life so this blind is from 2020 and it says the social media kingpin lets polit- politicians take their shot at him in public for a soundbite but he makes sure they know that he knows every little secret they have because of a- he has a group of people at his companies who specialize in deeper tracking and know every little last detail about your life nothing will ever happen to any of the companies he owns because every world leader is afraid of him because of what he knows i completely buy that one i can see it and there's been so many people who have come out of uh on tiktok and stuff especially being like i worked for like a big company and like the levels of which they spy on you you don't even like you can't even imagine um and i i heard that with epstein people were like Everyone thinks there's a second Jeffrey Epstein. There isn't because you used to have to provide them with the girl to film them to get blackmail. Now there's just a whole new wave of hackers who can open up your camera at any time and have footage of what you're doing or what you're saying. Like it's over. Yeah, like Epstein was doing like analog blackmailing. Now it's all like (laughs) digital. They're like, that's so old school. You're getting, you don't have to get the 14 year olds anymore. And he's like, no. I want the 14 year old it's so dark to laugh about that but it's just like true it is it is yeah so I mean I can see him I can see that also him playing the kind of because he does lean in I think a bit to the whole like oh I'm just like a silly little billionaire like kind of weird guy and then it's like mm, I think you're darker than that deep down yeah. you have a nefarious streak to you um, another one was uh, from so this is a bit later it's from 2021 uh, it says did I tell you that this social media CEO spies on any and all perceived enemies he also likes looking at hacked amateur Asian porn don't know why they put that in there <laughs> And as one guy who scours through the social media hard drives of people he can hack to find it for his boss. So that's kind of like what you're saying that I could see something like that coming out about him, like some weird 
porn yeah. hacking I don't know like like I can't see Mark Zuckerberg having sex but I can see him jacking it oh <laughs> for sure 100% and I'd say yeah. he is into for some reason he gives me voyeur vibes I'd say he's into like cam girls and yes you know then with the money he's probably like oh but what if I can just hack into actual girls Both. total voyeur vibes yeah like remember that I think it was, a, it was I can't remember if it was on Netflix but there was a story about it like all those Airbnbs that had all the like uh, cameras I see him yeah. being madly into that kind of shit like real into yes. like like cuckold fantasy I'm really going off on one here but this is just a yes no I'll go down the rabbit hole with you Let's oh there's a it. good one him hiring male escorts for to fuck his wife I could see that coming Jeff out. Bezos having sex with Priscilla while he watches through an outlet in the Airbnb <laughs> Amber Heard going down on his wife while he watches that's what he's into <laughs> and she would do it 100% she'd be like hell yeah fuck that should be like this doesn't mean that you're off the cloth for the once a week <laughs> yeah it has to be the real deal <laughs> um so he also has unsurprisingly some pretty shady uh business blind items uh this says uh, this a-list ceo not named elon musk i love it when he's like just so you know it's not elon musk mm -hmm. is trying to get the u.s government to ban the social media app that every teen loves he has one ready on the slide in its place so that's obviously around tiktok i would not be surprised if he had uh his hands in that trying to get that banned like because sure. tiktok is really like fucked up instagram like Mm -hmm. and I I remember a time being like there will never be anything beyond Instagram I was like it's here to stay little did I know and I, I like resisted TikTok for a long time as well I only joined it I think in like yeah. 2021 I was like I can't do it I'm too old and then I was like oh my god endless scrolling I love it um, it's amazing so yeah, yeah it's, it's horrific I cannot but I, I just can't open the app that's I like unless I have literally nothing to do it's ours Oh, yeah. Well, I, I talked to someone who's at the team on TikTok and they said that they're rebranding themselves. They're not going to call themselves social media anymore. They're calling themselves pure entertainment and media okay. because if you're on if you're on social media, you check it for five minutes. If you're on TikTok, you're on there for 40 minutes at least each time, which is, you know, the length of a movie, the length of a TV show. So technically they can be called media like it's insane because it makes no sense you think it's these short little videos and you'll only be on it for like i'm like if i open that in the morning like that's it my whole day is fucked like yes fucked yeah it's so depressing i'm like why did i do it why did i do it yeah and then you feel like shit for the whole day so then because you feel like shit you like go back on to feel better it's horrible oh no it's endless oh god it, yeah. but it's amazing as well yes. <laughs> and the last one is the hawaii buying ceo is floating <laughs> the idea of paying employees more money but wants the money to be credits that they can use to buy things from the company whether it is food or electronics and wants to eventually have homes and apartments that can also be paid for with the credits he wants employees to be trapped into employment with the company um so in dublin here we have the head of uh facebook in all of europe is here and google too right google twitter yeah. amazon we have them all we give them all these disgusting tax breaches so that they yeah 
it's horrific for the country but you know the government likes to be like it's great for the economy and i'm like literally they don't hire any irish people they just fly in all these like amazing tech people from all over the world and pay no tax it's bizarre um, and they'll just be there for two years and then go back yeah yeah, yeah. oh they've been here for years though it's oh, yeah they'll be here for two years and then like, the minute the pandemic hit they were all like see ya <laughs> like yeah. the area that they all live in was like derelict <laughs> and the area with that facebook was but i'm i've been in the facebook headquarters here before uh with an old job i had um i remember people who worked there just being like it's amazing like we've got pool tables and we have endless food and we have like the gym is here and they had all these amenities and i was like i was like babe they don't they don't want you to leave like mm-hmm. and this doesn't make like surprise me at all this whole like homes and apartments because like they're already paying for people over here like they pay for people to move over to dublin they give them these amazing google do it too amazing apartments subsidize their rent um in an already like we're in the middle of like a housing crisis in ireland there's nowhere you can't find a home here and obviously the pandemic made that so much worse so then when you've got these huge companies buying up like apartment buildings and renting them out for like yeah pennies compared to what like someone who is you know permanently from here is trying to live in it's so depressing um and I see him doing something like you know how Kanye has this like utopia in mind and like where is he mm-hmm. uh what's the state called isn't he in Oregon or yeah. Washington Nobody or Wyoming Wyoming that's I was like Wisconsin yeah. thought that Wyoming and he's like wants to build like all this like affordable housing and all this kind of stuff I see uh definitely Zuckerberg going into that as well doing some sort of like that's the whole metaverse it's no longer a social media website it's like this all-encompassing kind of I don't know kind of dystopian company oh totally you know it's it's fucked up and I I think we all joke now like meta why are they trying to make it happen it's so stupid no doubt they're gonna make it happen and it's gonna be amazing and we're gonna be hooked into it I think like I think there's only one thing that can happen now and I do think we're on the verge I get all woo woo people are like the age of Aquarius people are like discovering new things I love Um, that shit (laughs) you're preaching to the choir (laughs) but I'm like we are at a cusp right now because there's either two directions we go in and one is we are all in the metaverse and our screen time somehow doubles or two we start like homeschooling people. We get into the community. We like go out into nature. Like now is the time where we either get a lot worse with technology or we move away from it. And like, who knows how it's going to go. I kind of see it almost like being like a split within humanity. Like obviously. Uh, You're welcome on my compound, by the way. <laughs> I would, I was only talking to like another, because Evan and I, my partner were like trying to buy a house, which is so hard in Ireland at the moment. Yeah. Um, And we were talking to a couple of friends of ours and we were like, could we buy a house together and just like I was like that's how people used to live like I would like that I would love yeah, that. then you have like one person raises all the babies you swap off days I'm like it kind of makes sense let's go back it, old school it's literally how we used to raise our families and that's when people had it probably the easiest because you could have days off you know you just be minding a few yes. kids sometimes the kids are kind of minding each other rolling in dirt no one really knows yeah, what's happening getting all that good bacteria in their <laughs> gut come on now <laughs> but I do think that I think that people are gonna go uh, one way or the other I think there's going to be like either a huge and it probably could be both parallels like there's going to be a huge resurgence of people moving out of cities moving into much simpler living and kind of rejecting mm-hmm. modernity and then there's going to be people who are just uh, whether they are consciously doing it or not they're just going to like lean into it more and more and I think a lot of the people who work for these tech companies 
I feel like, oh, like you kind of have no choice or your choice is just to leave. I don't think there's a way of working for those yeah. massive companies like Facebook um, and being able to also have like a step back from how they want you to live your life. It's dark and scary. And we say that there's like a fork in the road, right? Like either more into tech or away from tech. We just talked about how many billions these people are worth. How much money and advertising and work is done to get us to go on the tech path? And how much money is on the no tech path? There's there's no money for it. There's no um, leaders of the movement. There's no companies that are helping you try and get off tech. It's just every single thing is forcing and encouraging you and influencing you to be the other way. You're gonna Ooh. you're gonna have to uh, move back to the homeland, Shannon, and come back to Ireland. <laughs> Honestly, for St. Patrick's Day, I was going through all these pictures I have of Ireland and stuff, and I was like, ugh. God, it's not. Don't you just want to like look outside your window and have like a bunch of sheep there and horses and like the the places we stayed at would always have goats that were kind of like puppies that would be yeah, around. I'm yeah. like, that's nice. That's nice. romantic Ireland. I look out my window and I live above a, a petrol garage. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I would go to a very specific part of Ireland to get that, but and it would also. I also, me, but, yeah, you know. I also strive for that corner of Ireland. Um, but Shannon, thanks yeah. so much for joining me today. It was great as always. And guys, go check out Shannon's podcast, Fluently Forward, on Spotify. You can sign up to her Substack, which is amazing too, for extras. And her Instagram is obviously also amazing. And obviously, I'm sure you all follow her on TikTok, but just go there in case you don't. I'll link all of Shannon's stuff below. Thanks so much for joining me. Yay! Thanks for having. Me.